we're going to talk about something that we haven't really kind of discussed at length with each other. So it's going to be quite fresh, exciting, and I'm pumped to hear your, you know, where we take each other, I guess, about this subject. Uh, so the subject is jaded. Dun, dun, dun. Jaded. Jaded. Yes, I, I, jadedness. Yeah, how do, how do we become jaded? I'm sure yeah. many of us and, you know, many of us have felt jaded before. and Oh, many times. Hell yeah. So many times. It's not a resourceful state, is it? You know, it's no. pretty it's pretty unresourceful to be honest. It doesn't feel yeah. good. And Absolutely. so yeah, I thought let's talk about um what it means and how we get there perhaps. So once we know how we get there, then we can talk about well, how do you avoid that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, so you know, jaded to, to me is um how how do I describe it? I would, I would say it's a, a gradual and I use this word on purpose erosion of enthusiasm yeah um, that uh, you know you start to get cynical about things you know so that sort of cyn- cynicism kicks in um and it's sort of a, it's a um you know that, that kind of weary like oh you know oh, that, that weariness that kind of yeah. starts to sort of permeate the soul yeah you know so it's um but it is it's quite interesting you know because some people would say well or was it apathy you know and actually they're two very jadedness and apathy are two very different things mm. uh, but we'll talk about jadedness you know first of all um you know it's a uh, it's that sort of disillusionment it's, it starts with disillusionment and and sort of dis, you know disappointment well you know so you know, the, the great dream crushers as we, as we sort of say <laughs> you know that i'm all about the words i'm 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 a cunning linguist. You know this about yes. And so I do love to look up etymology, which is uh, the history of words. So, of course, I did a little bit of digging. Interesting. On the etymology of jaded. And it's really cool, without getting too much into the bits and bobs, it actually comes from the 14th century. And originally it was the word jade was to describe uh, a broken down slash worthless horse. So a horse that had been used, you know, on the farm and it right. had just worked to the point where it was worthless, it was broken down, it was of no use anymore. So you can see how that through the, you know, through the ages has translated because when you look up jaded now, you know, from a dictionary perspective, it means bored or lacking enthusiasm. Yeah. And enthusiasm yeah. is a when you look that up, enthusiasm is that intense or eager um enjoyment or interest in something. Mm. Yeah. So you can see how this all unrolled. Now the other thing I want to bring up because you brought it up. So I'm just going to jump on your cape yeah, as yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> is I the difference between a jaded person and a cynical person bearing in mind that there is no wrong or right as in everything only has the meaning you give it right yeah so jaded can mean whatever you want it to mean to be honest 
however, you know, Adam and myself, we like to we like to put some uh, our own take on the meaning of it and see if it fits, see how it feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a jaded person, I've written down here. It's when a person has had enough of a situation. So they know that they need to move or change something, move on or change the environment. They know that they are stagnant, a a jaded person. Yeah. However, a cynical person tends to have an underlying distrust of the situation and of the alternative. So they don't look to move. They don't look to grow or change. Well, yeah, but it's but it's. I, I agree with you, but it's kind of part of it, right? So you know, there's a a few because it's quite a complex process, right? So, so you know, it's a, a few different things. So you yeah. know, it can be um, you know real life experiences um, that you know wear away at the enthusiasm. It can be you know shattered dreams that you wanted to go for something. And it just didn't happen. And, you know, people around you went, oh, see, I told you so, blah, blah, blah. There's, mm. there's overexposure to negativity, for example. You know, that mm. then, you know, you can, the monotonous grind of a routine, people get jaded at work. They're just like, oh, this is all there is. I get up at eight, feed the dogs, go to work, come home, do dinner, go to bed and do rinse and repeat. And they're, yeah. going, they're too exhausted at the weekend. You know, so that's monotony. Um, emotional exhaustion. You know, is another thing. You know, uh, being betrayed and you know the scars of that being betrayed by friends or family and the ones that we thought loved us and that distrust you're talking about. So that's where distrust comes that's in. Cynicism. That's you know, where witnessing, witnessing how those factors shape the outlook in life. Right. So it's um, you know so that kind of distrust and that cynicism kind of kicks in from from that aspect. You know, all of these things can add up to creating you know jadedness. If you see what I mean. <laughs> that that's that's where that kind of cynicism can kick in like oh well it didn't happen before and you know everyone just reconfirmed but you know it's all kind of part of the same the same thing it makes up a whole do you know what I mean it, well it can be I mean any of those things can be missing you don't need all of those things to become yeah, jaded, yeah. obviously it, it's, it's like cynicism is another level of jaded isn't it it's like another flavor maybe yeah because it's like oh what's the point you know, because jaded can be exactly like you said. It when you think about jaded, when I think about jaded, I think about what you said originally. That kind of oh fuck, you know, rinse and repeat. Here we go. And it's yeah. you know, so. Let's talk about um, that specifically. Yeah. For me, I feel like that where that grows, where the jadedness uh, thrives is when there is a lack of purpose and goals. Um, well, yeah. Okay, that was a good show. Thanks, everyone. Uh- yeah, done. Yep, yep. We are wrap this. We are going to wrap <laughs> this. Um, but it's um, like, it, it's, it's not just necessarily about that even. Like, um, you know, there's there's a few ways to, to come out of it. You know, um, just new experiences, seeking new experiences. If someone's bored, that's why they're, you know, jaded. Their new experiences, they could still keep doing the same job. Like the job could be monotonous. However, you know, perhaps then getting excited that on the weekend they, they're going to take up, I don't know, learning how to scuba dive. Yeah. Putting that in. skydive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's down to, I guess, it's 
the the reason that you're jaded in that reason is also going to be the solution, isn't it? Whether it's that you need new experiences or whether it's that you need a goal in your job or whether it's you need some sort of, you know, um, satisfaction or response in yeah. a relationship. What most, are you people, most people are doing jobs they don't even like anyway. So it's like, well, what's the point of that? You know, um, so looking for, you know, looking for that new job. But, you know, I think there's a lot of, and we, you know, we speak about this a lot, that, that kind of self-care, you know, practicing self-care, um, you know, um, doing all that we can to sort of nurture that emotional well-being. Mm. You know, if you're in a relationship that's not really going, you know, going anywhere and you're just in a monotonous thing, then, you know, you, you need to look at why you're even there. You know, what's what's really happening? I watched a movie last night of this this guy and a girl they're in such a distrusting horrible relationship it was cringy to watch I was like why would you even be there mm. you know um but um you know it's because they have a lack of trust in previous relationships and they're kind of you know so they're they're they just end up fighting with each other it's just like well you know that needs to be changed you know that's where that mistrust comes in so fostering trust and mm-hmm. having open conversations with those you're in a relationship with and sort of, you know, it's all, all those kind, kind of things just to scratch the surface kind of help mitigate that feeling of jadedness kind of coming in. But it's um, using that knowledge to, to, to be as a compass almost, isn't it? To sort of try and navigate, um, you know, towards that feeling of, you know, you want the passion and the joy and the, that vitality and, you know, that's... Mm that's kind of the direction you want to sort of go in, isn't it? You have to also then um, build that self-trust as well yes. because it, it takes courage uh, to put yourself out on a limb. You know, if you're in a relationship or in a job or just your life as itself, you're feeling jaded or bored or unenthusiastic, it's having the courage to have a go at something that you could very well fail at for sure. Yeah. However, you you'll grow, you'll learn, you'll have an experience and that could lead to the next step. You just don't know. And yet, you know, so many people, because they do not trust their own ability to survive being out of their comfort zone, they instead stay in the comfort zone, become jaded, become cynical and become stagnant, to be honest. Yeah. Because they don't trust themselves, right? Definitely, definitely. And in the you know, context of, of workplace, yeah, you get that sort of, um, you know, trust is such a cornerstone, isn't it? Sorry, cornerstone. Heck yeah. You know, of, of human <laughs> Are you making vaginas with you know, your hand? <laughs> you no, know I mean, I was trying to make a sh- cornerstone shape, but it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on professional levels and, and, you know, personal levels. But, you know, so when that trust is broke, not but, sorry, and when that trust is broken, it creates that kind of profound, it's quite a profound emotional wound. Mm. I mean, we were talking about this with, you know, some stuff, some other stuff that we were doing, right? And it, you know, came out in one of my things that actually where, you know, that it can creep in and, and, and whatever level of education you are and expertise in the mind, we're all human and we, you know, we all have to be aware of these things. Right. So, yeah. you know, when you experience that sort of a betrayal from somewhere, you know, from, from either a loved one or someone in the workplace, like your boss treats you badly or, you know, it can leave you sort of scarred and, and cautious, I guess. So, so it makes you stick barrier, you know, 
nearly said erect there, but nearly, you know, <laughs> barriers up, I don't know which is worse, as a sort of a shield, because it shields shields you from any further um, emotional investment in the job you're doing, you know, which then fosters the scepticism and, you know, that well, kind of... That's the problem, isn't it? Is Is knowing or having someone you trust, I suppose, that can gauge when, you know, that barrier you put up to protect yourself, when does it turn into a prison instead? Yes. It's, it's no longer protecting you. It's actually imprisoning you from having those experiences, from getting out of your comfort zone, all of those things. And it takes yeah. courage. It takes risk. And as I said before, there's, plenty of people and I've been that person once upon a time that really didn't think I was worth the risk you know so you stay in your comfort you zone are. and now oh now hell yeah I'm worth a risk honey so I that's self-worth isn't it self-worth self-trust that yes you can be scared and still step out into that unknown and see what happens. Actually create life instead of simply just, you know, running the hamster wheel of what life tells you you should be doing. That takes courage to do that. So oh, that's yeah. how I would say, you know, that if you're listening to this and you are feeling jaded, where can you step out? Because at the moment you are choosing to stay comfortable. And the, the funny thing about a comfort zone it's not is, comfortable at all. It's not really comfortable at all. It's um, what's the word I want, Adam? It's constricting, isn't it? Very much so. And limiting. So it, you can get to the point where you feel like you're suffocating and imprisoned is another good word for it. A million percent. You know, people say to me all the time. I mean, I've been self-employed for ever know, most <laughs> of my life. Yeah, most most yeah. of the time. You know, I've had yeah. jobs and stuff and big careers, but you know, um. Uh, self-employed majority of it and you know grew up in a self-employed household you know my mum had a job sorry my dad was self-employed always um and the rest of my family were so people go oh you know I just want the security of a salary every month it's like um yeah that's secure it's about as secure as you know uh trying to use a wet tea towel as a parachute you know it's like um you could get sacked tomorrow yeah. and then Yes, okay, there's a bit of, you know, Workforce Australia, blah, 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 this and that to, yeah, okay, mitigate a, little, a few things. Um, but actually, it, it doesn't help at all. I've played, I've paid millions of dollars in tax in Australia in the last 12, 12 years since I've been here. And, uh, you know, uh, I know I wouldn't see a penny of it, you know, in, in help or assistance coming back again. You know, the system is not built to help you. It's built to do the opposite, an actual fact. Um, so getting it out of your head that there's safety in having a job is ridiculous because it keeps you in a comfort zone, keeps you restricted, keeps you in a box, keeps you in a certain identity. You know, what's the first thing that people ask you when you go to a party? What do you do? Mm. The first thing, but you know, uh, that, that that's very tied to an identity. So if it's going to be tied to your identity, you might as well be who you want to be and do what you want to do. Oh, um, I love that. Yes. You know, <laughs> why the hell not? Um, because otherwise you are literally, um, you know, succumbing to a label that somebody has stuck on you and also a salary level for that too. And I think that sucks. Well, that being said, I will say that if you are in a job 
that excites you, that ticks yeah. your boxes, that you're okay. excited to have that, then hell yeah, be Nothing you. wrong with that. And you find those people are the ones that rise to being the CEO of that company or, you know, they, they start at the bottom and they're doing something they're passionate about and they end up doing those big, lovely, high-flying jobs with a wonderful salary, but... You know, well, see, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that, though. Either I think there are different sorts of people. There are people that want more and more and more. However, I've come across plenty of nurses, um, for an example, who are not interested in becoming higher, higher, higher. What they do is they actually just uh, see the the daily kind of goals and enjoyment and rewards in Absolutely. what they do yeah. every so let's day. So there's more than, more yeah. to, more to it than money. Absolutely. Yeah, still be, you know, in charge of a ward and, you know, loving what you're doing and just be there because you just love what you're doing, but still being paid what you deserve to be paid. Um, You know, you you generally find the people that are whinging about stuff are the ones that are not getting the things they want. They're not getting, they're not doing the job that they want and are passionate about. They're not getting the reward for it because they're not doing what they're passionate about. You know, so yeah, that's the key. It's about doing what you're passionate about. Are you getting rewarded for what you're doing, whether that's internal or external? Exactly. You you have to be filling your cup with what you're doing because if you're not getting your cup filled, then you will become jaded. Because you right back to what you said first, Adam. Why yeah. bother? You end why? up in that cycle of what am I even doing? Why do I even care? Yeah. And that's just a slippery slope, right? Uh. <laughs> So slippy, it's ridiculous. So, so slippy, so slippy. Yeah. Right. Have you got any um any wrap ups there, or are you happy with where we've left that? I'm, you know, you know, I th- I think yeah, there's so many nuances, yeah. but I think we've absolutely covered them. You know, I think um, you know, just just being aware of being jaded, you know, as that um, you know that. It come, coming from the negative experiences, um, you know, those multiple factors, looking at the different things, you know, are you in a negatively charged situation all the time? Are you you're pre- exposed to that? You know, how what's yeah. your emotional state? Are you emotionally exhausted? Are you just tired? Is, are there any medical conditions? You know, have a look at, every, if you are feeling jaded, have a look at all of these things and have a good honest chat with yourself and just say, you know what? Yeah, this this needs to change, and then just grab yourself by the short and curlies and get it done. Oh, boom! Adam, true love, <laughs> telling it like it is. Love it. Thank you so much, Adam. I've had a blast today. Yeah, I think you're right. As always, love you lots. Love you See too. See you all um, next Friday. See you then. Bye. Bye.